Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker, and with me today, I have the amazing, the wonderful, the always good-looking Mr. James Meehan. James, sir, how are you doing today? It is a wonderful day, and I'm thankful and excited to get to be here on the podcast with you. Okay. I literally thought you were about to go Mr. Rogers on us and sing It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. <laughs> I, I legitimately, as I started saying It's a Wonderful Day, that song came into my mind, but I did not feel like putting our switch leaders through having to hear me attempt to sing. I am, you know, I'm pretty good at some things and I'm really bad at other things. Singing is one of those things that I'm really bad at. So you're saying worship pastor is not in your future. I think that if they ever need somebody to stand up there and lip sing, I could absolutely do that really well. Okay. So you're a great lip singer. How about air guitar? Can you do a little <laughs> air guitar with that? Oh, air guitar, air harmonica, you name it. Air tambourine is my personal favorite. Okay. You're like a one-man band with air instruments. <laughs> oh, boy. That's great. Well, Switch Leaders, we are so glad that you are here. And I just want to say, out from the bottom of my heart, thank you for the investment. Thank you for the time. Thank you that whether you are a Switch host team, Switch operations, Switch small group leader, or many of the other hundreds of ways you can serve in Switch, that you guys pour in and invest in students because they're not simply the leaders of tomorrow, but they are the leaders of today. And you guys are a huge part of making that happen. So thank you so much for that. And today, James, we are going to talk about one of my favorite things is the aligning values of life church. And one very specific, which is this, we will lead the way with irrational generosity. We truly believe it is more blessed to give than to receive. James, when I say that to you, what does that make you think about? So what's really funny is it actually makes me think about the first time that this value became real for me. So I remember, you know, starting out as an intern at Life Church. And so I spent nine months as an unpaid intern at Life Church. And so then when I went from being an unpaid intern to on staff and as an associate youth pastor, it was honestly really easy for me to start tithing because I went from, like I said, no income, just living off of savings for my previous job to now I'm getting paid. Great. I can take 10% of that, easily give it to the church. Um, And so, you know, for me, that journey to begin tithing didn't really feel like much of a sacrifice at first, but then eventually I found myself in a few different opportunities, one after another, where I felt like God was prompting me to be generous And of the three opportunities, the first two I said no to, (laughs) right? It was like one of those things where I had this moment where there was somebody in need and it was like a couple hundred bucks to help them out. And I like I had the ability to help them. But for whatever reason, I was like, ah, like maybe, maybe God will ask somebody else to help them, or maybe it's not actually God asking me to help this person. Maybe that's just the tacos I ate at lunch, you know, like all the different excuses that went through my mind until eventually the opportunity was gone, right? That they ended up getting taken care of. And so in my mind after that, it's like, okay, like obviously God didn't need me to help that person out. He made a way for it. But man, I really feel like I missed out an opportunity to choose obedience and faithfulness to God. And that like that stung a little bit. And then literally not even a week later, another opportunity came. And this time it was a little bit more expensive to help out this person than the previous one. 
And so again, I'm like going through that wrestling match with God. If I feel like I should give something, but there's just this little piece of me that doesn't want to actually, you know, part with this, you know, financial investment that if I keep it for myself, I can put it towards eventually like getting a new car because I really needed one at the time. Um, but again, it was literally just in my mind choosing to be selfish rather than generous. And then eventually another opportunity came up and this time it was like loud and clear in my mind. Okay. Like I need to choose to be generous here. Like this is who we are as a church. This is who Jesus has called us to be as his followers. And I've got to quit making excuses and just choose to be generous. And it was one of those things where the investment this time to support somebody else that was in really, really significant need, um, literally like cost me my entire bank account. (laughs) And I remember just being like, all right, cool. Like I've got enough money to help this person and then still pay rent. So like, we'll be good. And so that's what happened. Help this person paid my rent for the month. And then literally for like the next week and a half, I had $12 to go off of. (laughs) And it's one of those things where like, I laugh about it now. And I'm not saying this to brag because obviously I totally missed the mark the first two times. But this third time when I had that opportunity to actually put this value into practice, the sense of peace and purpose and satisfaction that I felt was like, I I couldn't even describe it. And that is still to this day, one of my favorite memories of getting to choose to be irrationally generous, getting to choose to actually say yes to the prompting that God had given me to take what I have and give it to somebody else who needed it in that moment way more than I did. And so I say all that to say, when I think of this value, I think of that moment where I really first learned what it meant to be irrationally generous. And uh, man, it's, it's something I'll never forget. Yeah, it sounds like even though what you're describing has a financial implication to it, it sounds like you're describing something about your heart and you learning to Absolutely. trust God and you learning to be obedient versus God having you having to wrestle with God over and you did have to wrestle with God over because it sounds like there was one chance, two chance, and then finally the third opportunity. But I just love that when you articulate <laughs> so well. I I've I've been there before where you you want to help someone out, and I think it's easy for us to do that. I remember it was a few years back. I was walking out of the gym, and I saw a gentleman who I believe looked like he might have needed some help. And I said, "Hey, sir, is there anything I can do for you? Can I help you out?" He said, "Yeah, man, I'm trying to get to the other side of town, and I'm really hungry." And it turns out that he was a homeless guy. And so I drove him to the other side of town, stopped, got him some McDonald's, hooked him up with a shelter. And I said, hey, sir, is there any way that I can pray for you? You know, I'd love to invite you to church. I wasn't sure I was going to get there. but And he said, man, my eyes have really been bothering me. I mean, if you have some sunglasses, that would be great. And the only thing I could think in that moment was the only sunglasses I have is this brand new pair of Oakleys I just bought the night before. Like these, I haven't had these sunglasses 24 hours. Like, yes. Like they're, they're the ones where, you know, they're the polarized lenses. They were like the newest mm-hmm. model. Like, you know, one of those yep. things where you save up for it and you're like, okay. Come on. And I'm like, you know what, guy? I, I, you ain't getting these sunglasses. Like, <laughs> like, you just got some McDonald's. I prayed for you. You know, I drove the other side of town. Got you hooked up. But like you said, it wasn't... A, for me, it wasn't a financial thing. It was a matter of the heart thing. And for Come me on. to say, hey, man, if this is what you need, here you go, and able to bless and just trust him. And like you said, it's what God does in your in your heart. And I, I think why this value really means so much to me is 
as a person is because I've seen how it changes me. Right? Like oftentimes I yeah. think of the reward you might think it's for the person who received the money that you gave them or the sunglasses, or when you give all the amazing things that our church does to help people around the world. It's incredible. I mean, just think about the YouVersion right. Bible app. Like that's that's ridiculous. Over 400 million people in the world have free access to God's word because of your generosity. Come on. It's what it's doing inside of you and how you grow closer to God. So I, I love it. But I think as switch leaders, the thing it helps do is our students get to see us be generous and we get to plant that seed early because James, I've heard you talk about this before. Students necessarily may not have the ability to tithe because they're not receiving any kind of financial income at the time. Sure. So can, can you walk us through like how we help this help plant seeds and this helps prepare them for the future? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the thing that we want to always go back to is what you said. It's it's about our heart. You know, throughout the Sermon on the Mount, that's Matthew 5, 6, and 7, Jesus is going on, uh, you know, he's teaching this message where over and over again, he's attaching these different commands to the posture of our heart. And it's in Matthew 6, 21, where Jesus says, for where your treasure is, your heart will there be also. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, you know, one of the things that I think is so real is that for so many of us as followers of Christ and as just human beings, period, one of the hardest things that we can do is choose to trust God with our finances. And that doesn't just mean tithing, right? It means stories of like what you shared where it's, you know, giving somebody a meal or whatever, because there's this little part of us that's always afraid that we won't have enough. And choosing to be generous, choosing to trust God, to follow him wherever he leads, whether that means tithing or giving to somebody in need, is choosing to say, hey, God, I trust that even when I give this, you are still more than enough. And when it comes to our students, as we are in this journey of partnering with their parents to lead them to become fully devoted followers of Christ, what we know is that if there is something that's going to get in the way of that journey, it will probably have something to do with finances. Because again, like I said, that's one of the hardest things for people to do. This journey of following Jesus is a journey of one step after another. And uh, I mean, I know that there are probably some of you leaders who, as you're listening to this, you can understand and resonate that you've experienced this yourself, that the hardest step for you to take was to begin trusting God with your finances. And that's going to be exactly true for our students. And so the question that we always want to ask is, man, how can we every step of the way help them to understand that this journey of following Jesus isn't just something that involves part of our lives? It involves all of our lives, every single aspect of who we are, right? Jesus said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Basically, what Jesus is saying is every part of you should be dedicated to God. And so even though our students may not yet have an income or maybe they you know, have an allowance, but maybe they don't, whatever that is, we want to teach them the principle of generosity today so that when they eventually do have a job, when they do have an income, that principle is already deeply rooted in their hearts so that then the practice of being generous, of tithing and offerings is just an overflow of a principle that they learned at a really young age. Man, that is awesome, James. And I'd say this to switch leaders. If you haven't yet begun to tithe, I would take that step of faith and begin to trust God and watch and see what he does in your life. And if you're still wrestling with it, do this. Ask around, ask your friends, ask other switch leaders. 
to tell you about their tithing journey. I promise you their story will have a major impact on you and you will see how God was faithful in their lives. And that can help you begin to understand how God will be faithful in your life. So here's the deal. It's one of the areas in the Bible where God says, put me to the test. That'd be my encouragement to do. It's like put God to the test in the one area he actually offers that up to us. So make sure that you take that opportunity to see how God can move in your life and then watch and see what it does not only in your life, but the lives of the students that you get to be a part of the lives of. James, anything else you want to add today before we get out of here? No, man, I think all that sounds great. I, you know, the thing that I often would say as a youth pastor to our students is, the reason why we give has nothing to do with God wanting our money. It has everything to do with God wanting our hearts. And like I said earlier, Jesus taught that where our treasure is there, our heart will be also. And so if we really want to love the Lord, our God, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, part of that means choosing to trust him in every aspect of our lives, including our finances. Man, that's super awesome, James. Thank you for the way that you put that. And thank you for all that you do uh, for Switch James. You are a true rock star, and I appreciate you and love you. And to the Swiss leaders out there, man, thank you guys again so much. You are the best of the best, and we thank you for all that you do. And thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh.